Hello, Chris. What's up, loser? How are you? Hey, I am good, man. Um, you know, just we have, we both have some some busy days the last couple of days. A lot of calls and meetings and things like that, huh? It's, it's wearing me out. This part time podcaster shit is really just adding, you know, fuel to the flames. Are you going to be able to still deliver the content though? Oh, bitch, come on now. What do you mean? <laughs> Am I going to still be able to deliver the content? I am built for this shit, TJ. Yeah, you're a content factory. You're a farm. All you do is shit it out. It's It, it honestly, the, the it takes so little effort, it's scary. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, some people, they they like to to have it come naturally and be proud of that versus those who have to grind to get to where they are. You, you are here with, with a low level of grind is what you're saying. Jason, I'm 37 years old and I've been grinding since I was 18. So like, you know, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. What were you doing before you were 18? Not grinding. I wouldn't say grinding. I mean, trying to grind on like a curb, but beyond (laughs) that, beyond that, not much. That's true. Um, yesterday we had a uh, a seafood fiesta. We had a yeah. I made Jason because of his height. He was able to actually form a seafood tower <laughs> with his limbs, um, which was I didn't get any pictures because it was just I, I, I. He didn't look great. It wasn't flattering, really. But he was really able to to kind of put me in that zone. You know, so uh, I felt like I was a Balthazar. A lot of people, you know, they put emphasis on the seafood tower of like maybe what is inside of and involved in the tower. But for me, it's all, it's just how many inches can we go? Exactly. How, how, what's the wingspan on your tower? You know what I mean? That's really what we're going for here. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, we went to a, a, I guess, a, a, a Glendale landmark, Glendale mm. landmark, landmark that Dale. I, I I I never visited before, but I I know from being friends with you, mm-hmm. um, Fish King, the Fish King, um, the local monger slash restaurant. Correct. Um, that is correct. It, it, if you've ever heard of like Santa Monica Seafood on the west side of LA, it's 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 very much the the east side version of that. Just you know, one of those classic neighborhood spots where the the mongers. You know, every every monger knows your name. It's it's a local neighborhood institution. I, I, it's not cheap, say, but it's I, worth it. I, I will say that Jason's name did ring bells when we walked through the door. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the only, you know, <laughs> outside of a food establishment, there are not many opportunities where where that happens. Where I am I am greeted well, with a, with welcoming arms, or at least you know. Uh, maybe they're humoring me perhaps well no it's i think it's all based on your you know um disarming height and you know once they see you they can't forget you you know what i mean that it's, I think it's not based on my my years of 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 being in the food trenches earning my no, stripes no i mean i i think cutting the line at lax on sunday nights because your height is a little cooler than uh <laughs> than going than going to than yeah, get in to, here stretch then get into getting into Fish King and then getting no discount on your purchase. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't know what's cooler. I would I would refuse a discount because I support local business. Yeah, sure you would. Um, 
but we yeah we we picked up hella hella shrimp because CB was, I was just craving a shrimp cocktail. Yeah, I learned that Chris. Chris's love for shrimp cocktails is is pretty strong. That is that is your glizzy of the moment right now. Uh, yes, hot dogs are disgusting and have always been. Even even the <laughs> any any variety from vegan to real to jumbo to Chicago, I, it's all gross. Could you say that uh, shrimp is the glizzy of the sea? Damn, interesting thought. Let me get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if I'm willing to go that far at this juncture. Okay, you you were sharing with me some images of the way that people are in incorporating glizzies into their everyday life. One of them was a fully, fully, <laughs> a full glizzy in the bun with with all the the toppings and condiments that had then been dunked into a a milkshake situation from. From like was it like a Sonic or something like that or a, or a uh, DQ no, that Blizz? Was a, that, that was a classic DQ Blizz. Yeah, that was from uh, <laughs> you. You know, Ju- you know Julian Berman, the photographer. He actually he posted that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it was his image, but it was a shocking and also eye opening <laughs> image. It's something you know. I usually don't participate in you know these types of performative food trends. You're above that. I am above that, but it really, you know, it got me thinking of of ways that I can make it my own and and creatively incorporate them into my, you know, my food journey. What and I think what, I found what, one. What, yeah, I was going to ask. What, so what? What you were in the you were in the them jeans test kitchen. What have we come up with? Well, it's I'm I'm going to try it out tonight, but my my angle for the gliz is well, I mean, I guess we should let people know a, a, a glizzy if you don't know is just a, a slang for hot dogs, I guess, and I don't really know why <laughs> or how that happened. Uh, but it so did. Do, yeah, you, do you know this do you know the the story behind it, Chris? No, no I don't, Jason, because <laughs> I don't care. Um, but continue. I don't I mean, I guess I don't care enough either, but a lot you know everyone wants to show off the glizzy in a very performative act and i'm going to i'm going to zig in instead of zagging and and have it be a little bit more of a subtle inclusion i'm going to hide the glizzy instead of showcase it so i'm going to tonight i'm going to make some enchiladas some shrimp enchiladas with my leftover shrimps and you're going to make you're going to make the glizzy disappear is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying so i'm gonna make you know a tray of enchiladas that you know let's say there's eight enchiladas total and one you know the fifth one will not be filled with a delicious blend of shrimp and cheeses it will just have a a plain hot dog inside of it and you won't know which one it is until until you bite into that bad oscar oh interesting oh so it's gonna be a little surprise mm. So you know, like in like in in New Orleans, they have the king cake, where I'm not I'm not familiar with this. I hate that place. Continue in in New Orleans, they have stop they have, stop <laughs> doing that. In New Orleans, you talking about down in New Orleans? Well, they have <laughs> a they have a thing called a king cake where I don't. There's a national holiday or some type of regional holiday where maybe it's New Year's or something. I don't know what it is, but they they make this special cake that is. A multicolored cake dyed with all these colors. It's it's one of the ugliest looking things I've ever seen. And then you pass it around, and and everyone eats a slice. And then someone's slice will have this plastic baby. It's like a oh, little. Oh, I toy. okay. I do. I I do. I didn't know what it was called. I have seen this before. Right. So it's sort of my version of that 
you know, the, the whoever finds the glizzy in my enchiladas will then, you know, receive good good luck and fortune for the next year to come, perhaps. Is a shrimp enchilada good, though? Um, yeah, it is good. It's it's a shrimp enchilada is not very uncommon at all. You can you can find it on on any menu where you where you can find. Okay, an so you're you're not okay. So you're not really doing any. Okay, so you're not really doing anything similar to a glizzy at all. You're just hiding shrimp in an enchilada and not telling whoever's going to eat no, it. I'm making I'm making eight shrimp enchiladas that are regular enchiladas, delicious and normal. And but one of those will not be filled with shrimp at all. They will be filled with just one kind of uncooked hot dog <laughs> oh oh okay now i'm in and oh, you don't and you don't know which enchilada out of that eight i see is the one it's containing like it, a special price yes you're playing glizzy roulette if you will glizzy roulette is exactly what i'm doing and then you now, know now i'm in okay i understand now i'm sorry i was getting a little confused i was like is jason smoked too much weed today because this isn't that cool but now it's cool <laughs> Uh, don't doubt me. I'm, I'm glad that I'm validated with my idea as well. Thank you. Your name, your name is good here. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out of the way before we talk to our guest, because I don't know if anyone is going to want to talk about hot dogs that much with us. Um, well, Jason, that makes, I don't want to talk about hot dogs either, but you brought it up. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I'm trapped on my own fucking show. <laughs> I'm in jail and TJ wants to talk about hot dogs. Uh, um, no place I'd rather be. I mean, dead ass same. I mean, I'm about to go to that. I'm about to go play tennis in a country club. So that's where I'd rather be. Do you have your outfit worked out yet? What's going on? I mean, unfortunately, Jason, because of my vagrant lifestyle, I don't have my tennis whites with me. So I might have to. I need to cop a set actually, but that would be appropriate. Can't you for this. task rabbit a, a Uniqlo polo or something? Unfortunately, Jason, I don't think it works like that in your town. You know, in New York, yeah, I could get everything to me in 30 minutes, but in this shithole, it's going to take two hours in a Tesla. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I have my regular tennis gear ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm ready to go, but I think it, I think the, you know, going from these trash Glendale public courts to a, a, a proper home for someone of my stature, even though the, the, the my stat the stature of my play isn't as good as the stature of my person. Mm. Um, I I will I will feel very at home in a manicured country club environment, and therefore may relax me into actually playing better. Right, right. Pro setting, pro. Yeah, well, it's also results. with a with, with a, a friend who I've never played with before. Usually, I rise to the occasion when it's when it's you know feeling a little uh, new. Damn, I, you know, I would ask what 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 drives you and what moves you, but you just told me. Yeah, I, I well, you know, uh, part of the reason I'm I don't use drugs anymore, and part of the reason that I try to be good at sports is embarrassment. Um, so <laughs> I just I just don't want to embarrass myself. You know what I mean? That's really that's really. I don't think about. you'll and, embarrass yourself, but I do think the chances of you losing are are decently high, right? Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> Why would you say? Why would you say that to me? Just to hear, you know what what I, level of high pitched your voice would go I, up to, and it looks like we got about a seven. If I'm a boxer, you're you should be holding up a bucket for me to spit in, and instead you're punching me. That ain't how this is supposed to work, bro. Uh, unfortunately, in this relationship, I have to do both. Um, you know, <laughs> successfully that's, that's punch true. you into defeat. And then, you know, help you lick those wounds afterwards. 
Yes, yes. And I, I appreciate and hate it all at the same at the same time, the same amount. Okay. Um, Oh, well, God. Um, today today's guest is is Pia Baroncini. Baroncini, buongiorno. <laughs> um, you know, in, enjoy that Italian accent. You know, while we still can, Chris. Oh, you don't. Oh, you think I'm gonna? You think I can keep the Italian? You do. You. I, I'm gonna say buongiorno five times minimum in the next hour. I'm telling you. You, right sir, now. are p- problematico. <laughs> <laughs> como, se, como se dice yeah that's my uh that's my zach efron impression como se dice super spreader all right you're in trouble uh, um, so pia pia baroncini she um she is a uh a, a person that i've known for a while i actually produced uh a podcast for her last year so we became pod pals from that so if you're listening to this show for the first time because you listen to her podcast then hello and welcome back welcome home and I, i'm very interested to see how I, I would i can't wait to talk to pia about what it's like to work with you and how difficult it is i, I think it's going to be her and i commiserating together for an hour while you sit there and try to say words in italian have i made <laughs> have i made this podcasting <laughs> journey difficult for you chris no, but it could always be better, Jason. You know what I mean? That's life in general, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's fine, and that's <laughs> fair. Um, yeah, so we, we we will get into that, and I think that she, you know, one of the biggest things that I bonded over with her was, um, you know, the, the obsession and fascination with diet and biohacking and fitness and fasting and supplements and nutrients and all those things that you're also interested in as well. I can't wait. Well, also, we should mention that Pia owns a very successful clothing line called LPA. That is true. So we can talk about moon juice powder, but she's also a, a true businesswoman. Yeah, she's a garment baroness. Um, <laughs> I want to be a garment baroness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's um, let's let's call the atelier and uh, and see if yeah. she's around. Okay. Later, mate. Property Brothers are back here on the show. What's up? <laughs> I'm Property Jason. <laughs> Property Jason. <laughs> Pia, are you? So look at look at you. You're stationary. You're on a laptop. I'm turning off my notifications. Oh wow, you're a, you're a person who keeps their noties on. I'm a pooter. Yeah. Mm. What? You're a what? I call my computer my pooter. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. I'm saying that Jason I, just said. <laughs> I said why, Jason, why can't I see you? Uh, because this is just an audio-based podcast only. I can I can turn my camera on. It's yeah, turn it on because I know. Yeah. It's audio-based. Yes, it's just better to see faces. The fact that we have been in the same city for a month and have chosen not to do this together says a lot. I think. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's crazy. Pia, you, you, your podcast that you do right now is that all over the phone, or do you ever do IRL interviews? It's all over Zoom. All Zoom. Do you find that the connection just isn't hitting the same via comp? Excuse me, excuse me, via pooter. <laughs> my my pooter. Um, no, I feel like it's fine. I feel like See, it's I think it's fine too. When people are like driving from one side of LA to another side of LA, like going into a building they've never been in before and then like sit down and then it's like, 
it's hot in the room and you're like focusing on the mic being close to your face. Like, I think it's more comfortable. What kind of good stuff did you offer your guests in real, in real life? Like, could I get a latte or like a, a Fiji or like, what did you, what did you have before zoom? At dear media, it's like fancy stuff. It's like they get whatever they want. There's like mountain Valley water. Just okay. like glass bottles. Everywhere. Now we're, now we're fucking talking. So, so if I'm a guest, let's just say I'm a guest. I know I wouldn't be, but let's just say I'm a guest. Do I do I get to send? They would not over, allow him in the building. Does my agent get to send over my requests like a classic like a writer? writer? No. Yeah, or is, no? Okay. I, well, you said they had everything, so I just wanted to see I mean, if I no, can. No, it's not like no, because no one's that big of an asshole. I love that I'm in Jason's room. I feel like we know each other so well, and now I know you on a more intimate level. Like I now I know that you use a gray towel. <laughs> which p i don't know about you but that's kind of gross i'm white linens also very college very college <laughs> <laughs> oh my god which is which is really funny because he didn't go to college so i don't know where he picked up this bad behavior i don't know where he learned this bad behavior room into a dorm room. it does look a little dormy in there from no, this angle this that's is like not weird. my room this is a this is a guest slash office area it's just the quiet the quietest part don't don't start on homeowner renovation talk okay i don't and that, I, I that don't... towel is is hanging in here because it was one that i was laying down and using um when i was working out in the backyard so uh because the heat is so hot the utility on, towel on the pads that it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it hurts to lay on it it is a utility towel and you know i work my body so much that the sweat in a in a white linen adult adulting towel might become <laughs> problematic. I bet Pia, I bet you've got some nice ass towels, don't you? <laughs> my, the towels that I use for my bathroom right now are from home goods. Ooh. And finding <clears throat> all the matching sets together took my husband and I like 45 fucking minutes to find like two of each. I'm like I'm same. honestly stunned. I thought you would have gone to like fourseasons.com and just bought whatever they had. I don't there. know what money you think I make, but it's not <laughs> fourseasons.com level. No, but thank you for assuming that I have yeah, It's not it's not about money. I understand how the clothing business works. It's about taste and caring about yourself and prioritizing what's important. And that's why I we're grateful get... that Home Goods exists because it has all of those marks that's and on my Yetis. it's available for our price point. Can you guys explain to me what Home Goods is? I've never been there. Home Goods it's- is where every one of my girlfriends ever is addicted to shopping to because of their mom getting them addicted to shopping there. It's like it's a it, it goes one of two ways. You walk in and you're like unbelievably blown away by the amount of stuff that you can get at such affordable prices, or you have like an existential crisis about how much shit is in the world and like have a meltdown because it's like. Mm. Oh, like there are times where I go in there and I'm like, there's, if this is just one store and there's multiple locations and there's multiple companies like this, like mm-hmm. we're going to hell in handbasket. Like the what, amount of crap that. What is, is it? Different. But is it like a Marshall's? Yes. But for home stuff. So it's like. But is it, is this a Cali exclusive? It might be. But you, you yeah, want, there's so. like a section of like kitchen stuff, plates, equipment and then there's like a bunch of like wine glasses knives ottomans towels then there's a whole section of young couples buying like live laugh love prints yeah there's live laugh don't do not talk about my mom like that she's not (laughs) fucking young first of all and then the back of it is all food that is shelf stable but it shouldn't be 
Like, like popcorn buckets with three flavors? Well, that stuff, but then it's just like like meats and cheeses that have been like sitting on the shelf since 2014. You know what I mean? There's not meat and cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have like they, they'll have like a like a charcuterie of the world sampler pack and it'll be Bro, that's crazy. Well they make they make you know, when you get like the Preppage Farm gift bag and they'll have like the cheese spread that you know, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. My mom refrigerated. goes to Home Goods and brings back unnecessary objects constantly. I didn't know. I mean, I see Home Goods on the timeline actually relatively often. Really, it's great. And yeah, and I, I'm always. I just didn't really. I assumed it was like a Marshalls, TJ Maxx adjacent business, it but is. I, but I wasn't clear. It's a little um, more continental was... and global, Chris. It it focuses on not the American market, but the world market. Oh, okay. Thank you for telling me that. Cause that, so there's, there's a place, I think there's a place that's actually called World Market that you, yeah, World Market is where like white people go to feel like they like have some culture. Okay. So now you're going to talk about my mom. No, and that's you're talk that is about actually me. this podcast. <laughs> that, that is this, that, yeah, that is this podcast. Thank you. That's, that's our new tagline. That's every podcast. Sorry. Where white people go to talk to feel like they have culture is the new tagline for how long gone. It's crazy. It's like a margarita section and like an Asian section and Indian section. Like mm-hmm. world market's wild. That sounds like, that sounds like Jason's Raya profile. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. We can cut that. Go ahead and clap, Jason. Just clap. Leave it in. <laughs> I, I've never had Raya, but my my dating history is is publicly known to somewhat sure. It is multicultural. I'm, I'm I'm not. It's not a shot. It's just a truism that I saw expose itself during yeah, the conversation. And, and, and your Raya profile is like a a a bag of Wonder Bread <laughs> covered in, and then each slice is covered in a nice mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise blonde Mustard hair? Because spicy. that's fine. The French's is too spicy. The French's is too spicy. I'm very <laughs> si- I have a sensitive palate. We know. Oh, my God. You know I have to be careful. But I, I think that... Yeah, when Chris um, travels internationally, he's talking about Canada only. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get away and, you know... <laughs> I just really need to experience something, like, different, you know? It's an alternate universe where everything is the same, but it's, like, a little, a little wrong. It's a little wrong. <laughs> a little wrong. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I kind of feel, I f- yeah, I, I, that's the best way to describe it, I think, because it's pretty nice and you, you feel comfortable there, but then there's stuff that just feels a little wrong. I, it's I like everyone's talking a little weird. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Everything's just like a little weird. That's honestly, though, that's kind of how I feel about California sometimes when I'm here. Why? Whatever. Because you guys are fucking... You guys are fucking freaks, man. There's just some shit about California that you like have to really figure out, you know. Like what? Oh, just like Spend the amount of brother. I mean, I think it's really comes down to like the car culture stuff and not being like so used to that and how that's like a part of everything. Well, like you are from Atlanta. That's a big car culture, isn't it? I, I would agree, but I've been disconnected from that for a, a very long time now. Mm-hmm. So, re- Atlanta is very spread out. You got to drive everywhere. But I understand moving away when you're young and then living somewhere else. And then in your adult life, you're acclimated to like walking. Yes. Yeah. You know, you lived in New York. You know what it's like <laughs> to walk. You know, you know how it is to strap on those Manolos and stumble on the cobblestone. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen your ass in the meatpacking district. You can't front on us. <laughs> Well, look, who yeah. amongst us hasn't fallen in the meatpacking district? You know what I mean? A public fall. Honestly, Manolo's are not. I skipped 
skipped over the whole meatpacking thing because I moved to New York and moved to the Lower East Side in 2005 and like hung out exclusively at the Max Fish. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, would you <laughs> classify yourself as a reformed skater dater, or did you just like the bar? I, do I clap when it gets cut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there was uh, a reason why we had to cut, then yeah, we would clap. But so far, clap detector, yeah, so clap far, detector so reads negative. But Max Fish is Max Fish is a cultural institution that I would put beyond skateboarding. Yeah, Chris, were honest. you were you there trying to suck some dick at Max Fish in in oh five oh six? I oh five oh six no oh seven oh eight yes. Um, 0708, you had the bundle ready to go. I had the, but I was ready I was to more, do a key bump in the bathroom. And you were probably there, but I was more of a lit guy. You know what I mean? Lit, lit the bar, lit not lounge. lit the lifestyle. My lit roommate lounge. was the bartender there. I used to like be like, I'm not going out tonight. And at like two in the morning, we'd be like, I'll just go for one drink. <laughs> do you honestly lit though? Is one. it isn't it actually insane that uh, you wouldn't leave the house till midnight? When you really think about that. I think it's, about it all the time. It's insane. Now I don't leave, like, my, like, like Paul, my friend Polly called me the other day and he was like, we're at, what's her face? Like, you know, we have like a crew of people who've been quarantining. So like their crew and then I have my crew in Pasadena and they were like, come to whatever, whoever's house. And I was like, it's 730. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, the sun's going to set in an hour and a half. And I, I just, <laughs> like, I need to be inside. Are you He's like, I used to like meet up with you at like eleven thirty to like pre-drink before mm-hmm. we would go out, and I was like, and then I was like, I but I've been drinking since four thirty now, like so <laughs> seven thirty to me is like my new clock is like drunk by like nine and then in sleep in sleep in bed asleep by ten. Are you are you like a are you going for like a Real Housewives of Pasadena pilot episode situation <laughs> or do you have that I think network? I should. I mean, I think it, I think I think it would I would be doing myself a disservice by not trying to market what's happening over here because mm-hmm. I'm like very reformed. But the alcoholism is still all there. It's just in different mm-hmm. forms. You just well, bumped I, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you so what kind of hard cider are you drinking? Or are you <laughs> Or are you more what of kind a tw- of twisted kombucha? Are you sucking <laughs> yeah, down yeah. over there in the hills? This moon juice makes something uh, alcoholic. My, my cute mom friend who lives around the corner, she drinks June sign. She's like, she want a hard kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> the hard kombucha section at Whole Foods is growing every time I visit there. Hard kombucha is good for a hangover. Good for I've, a hangover. I've Jason, I've seen you drink a hard kombucha, and it honestly was unsettling. Look, I like I like alcohol. I like kombucha. I, I just nobody needs that many probiotics. You got to keep that microbiome settled, dude. You can't like. Yeah, Pia, I need you. Do to We give can me overdose s- on micro. Yeah, it's not good. You could have too much good bacteria, and then you have like you fuck up all your stuff. It's like when I got mercury poisoning from Nobu, Jason. It's it's like a similar it's like a similar thing. So <laughs> so my, so like. No more Nobu. No more Nobu. I just couldn't stop, dude. It's, it was too good. And then, you know, they caught up with me. Um, Nobu is so expensive. I, I, Nobu you know, doesn't ever need to be visited. Yes, I just I've been there twice in my life. Nobu's hot the, fire. I went to the one in Newport recently, or not recently, Ooh, like a year ago. because That's was nowhere. Cheap. The restaurant next door was like a two-hour wait. And so I was like, fuck, like, we have nowhere else to eat. What's your backup school? I guess we'll go Nobu. Yeah, yeah, I was like back at school. It was like Harvard, and so we went to Nobu. 
And the order, I was like, I'm just going to get some, app. like, you know, like in my head, I was like, don't order a lot. Like, it's going to be really expensive. So I had like two drinks and like some snacks. I want to keep like it sub 500 $50. Like, Davide was like, fuck this. <laughs> Nobu is, guys, Nobu is an institution for a reason. And I think the atmosphere that it's created and its legendary status from television shows like Sex and the City makes it more than food. <laughs> Nobu is more than food, but all the stuff that is is more than food is not good. Alex and I went there in in New York to the original location, and it did cost two hundred dollars, and no one even drank. So I mean, I, I, I don't. Yeah, know. when you start when you're when you drink booze, man, and you're at least doing like a two cocktailer. I mean, just with alcohol, you're at seventy bucks right there. More I, than that. I I am though. Pia, what do you think? Do you think Nobu Malibu is is letting the paparazzi know that the celebrities are there so that they get the photos so that then regular people like me know that they're open for business and I will go patronize? Or do you think the celebrities are calling? They, there's certain places where the paparazzi just camp out. And that's that it's because between Soho House and Nobu, it's a cesspool of celebrities. Well, which all right? So in a in a battle royale, God, I miss had, Soho House. You had to pick. Pia. Are, you, are you going Soho House, West Hollywood, <laughs> or Nobu Malibu? I'm only a member of Malibu because otherwise, oh. how do you go to the beach? Like, damn, the beach in Malibu is impossible. You can't park anywhere. It's true. Like, you do you remember, to- Jason? Do you remember at the beginning of this podcast where she was like, "What kind of money do you think I'm making?" And now she just mm. told us that she's not a expensive. Member it's not expensive. This- it's just not very good. exclusive. It's very exclusive. It's very uh, hard to get the invite. Super not expensive. And then, like, if you fucking work it right, the buffet is forty bucks, oh. and so you just stay. You just have your like brunch and maybe like a snack and then dinner before you leave. All inclusive of the forty bucks. Wow, is that a, it's, it's a exclusive Soho House Malibu hack? This is yeah. <laughs> we're really into biohacking and and all types of food science stuff. That's actually important. That's actually good advice. And as a person who has never been a member of Soho House because it's a little too on the nose for me, I think that the um, <laughs> the the brunch thing, like the whole spread, is very impressive. Except I just can't eat that much, and I don't. I, I'm not going to eat carbs and stuff. So I feel like I'm not getting my money's you're worth. Not a, you're not. No. You're a qual- quality, not quantity guy. You don't. You, you don't you, eat carbs. I, I really try not to. Yeah, we're trying to be wispy. I'm. I'm. I'm a one man person bringing back um, heroin chic. <laughs> you got. Like you can go there on a Sunday and just like eat on a Sunday, like eat. Yeah, Chris. Like, Chris would, he I, he has he derives a lot of pleasure from eating, but he he really restricts the amount going in because he really cares about how it's going to affect the way his body feels and the way he can I perform the next day. Well, I eat a lot. Do you think? Too. Well, Jason, you're a freak, and Pia is Italian, correct? So that's like in your blood, I think. Yeah, but I'm getting really thick. I can't even put on my like fat jeans right now. Do you think that's quarantine, or do you think that's just you love rice balls? <laughs> A rice ball would make my stomach so sick. I can't eat a rice ball. My, oh, you- my, I have weird food stuff, but it's it, beginning of quarantine. I was like, my husband works from home or he was before he started this new job. So he kept his same schedule. Like there wasn't like a lot of adjustments. Like he would wake up, take a shower, make his like breakfast, go sit downstairs, sit in his office, like keep his whole routine. And I followed suit, and so we were, like, working out. And, like, I was, like, fuck, like, I'm getting 
more fit because I'm doing workouts and then going on long walks every day. Please, so please hold, like, hold. Where, where, what kind of workouts? Walk us through the workouts. Are we doing strength training? Are we doing well, yoga? Well, now my, now my world is all turned upside down because I interviewed this woman named Alyssa Vitti for my podcast, which came out yesterday. And <laughs> I've been doing everything wrong. Um, Shit. I hope like, I haven't been doing everything wrong. No, because you men only have one rhythm. You have your circadian rhythm. Women have two. Yes. We have like our infradian rhythm. So basically, every like the four weeks of my 28-day cycle of the month, I'm supposed to be exercising and eating like a little bit differently. So I've mm. never been able to lose weight. And, and I've only gone, you know, all my doctors, like my fucking fancy doctors, I've always said intermittent fast and like do a hit workout on an empty stomach or, you know, I, I do like a lot of Peloton. I was doing lots of like bar classes at hot yoga, like really intense stuff. Are you a disciple? Are you a disciple of my queen, Shannon? Shannon, I <laughs> love so much, but I feel Who the really, fuck is Shannon? I feel really insecure in those classes. Shannon is like, it's hot Pilates and I went once and the only other, I go, actually I try to go a lot. And at one time though, the only other man in the class was um, Puff Daddy. Um, How do you not get boners the whole time? It's like the hottest girls in LA dripping sweat. I mean, it's like it's a little it's a little corny, like the whole it's like a gym shark a little bit is the vibe on the chicks, but <laughs> there's always a chance of like a Haley Bieber coming in late. Yeah. It keeps me driven. <laughs> <laughs> keeps me keeps me sweating on the mat. Anyway, so you're you're saying that, that So I was doing all of that. So and intermittent fasting is bad. For you, it's bad. Uh, and as now a, that as I'm a young woman, these, yeah. Now that I'm having all these problems getting pregnant, I'm like, what's wrong with me? And it's like I've just been doing stuff wrong because all the studies on diets and exercise in the U.S. and it's not. And even the way she was saying it, it's not like this is a patriarch. It's just it's all done on men. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Like all of it is done on men. Like it's all you can just Google it. All the research is there. It's all published, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, now, like this week. Um, is my menstrual week, if you would like to know. So Damn, I, you're the first person that's announced that they're menstruating on this podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. I Chris, think we're Chris breaking down some weekly. walls. So <laughs> I did, like, instead of instead of waking up and being tired and being like, oh, my lazy ass needs to go on a walk or, like, I got to put my ass on. The, it's like, I, now I'm like, my body's tired. So I, like, did a yin yoga this morning and I'm going to go on like a long walk this afternoon. I'm being much more gentle mm-hmm. with the approach mm-hmm. instead of being like, I've been training like a football player since I got fat when I was 12. <laughs> so like <laughs> I just been doing it wrong. Damn same. But I guess cause I'm a man, it's okay. Yeah. And like my husband will lose weight in like four seconds doing anything. Like we both did prolon. I've done prolon like eight times. What is that? It sounds like it's a fertilizer. A, yeah. A fast mimicking diet by Dr. Walter Longo at USC. It's five days of like powdered soups and snacks where you're basically, you're in autophagy for five days. <laughs> it's an amazing way to like clean out the cells in your body. It's so, wonderful. So is this something I should do like before my Netflix premiere red carpet? Yeah. You okay. should do this as a man. You should do this like once a quarter to like clear out like bad cells in your body. But so, I did that and lost like a pound and Davide lost 50. <laughs> I mean, I, I, so, so you're saying a problem with a lot of the information that we are given is that the, that it's, it's, it's tested on men, therefore only applicable to men. 
and women yeah, and, like, are getting women the same information. Yeah, like women have so many other hormones and they change on a weekly basis. So we've yeah. just been like our body needs like some weeks it needs more sleep, some weeks it needs more calories, some weeks you can do less calories and the and hit workouts. Like next week I'm going to be pumped full of energy. I've just been like sweet, like I like stop drinking coffee. What is wrong with you? I'm trying to get fucking pregnant. This shit sucks. You can't you can't do coffee when you're trying to get pregnant? Caffeine can can fucking spark infertility. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Actually, I'm fine. I just like the ritual. Sure. I didn't I, like I mean, I know that I know that there's so many things that can, you know, impede pregnancy, but I, I feel like it's something I'm sure you found out it's like something new every day. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking shit show. This whole process is a goddamn annoying shit show. On top of being like, I'm ovulating, we need to have sex now. And my husband being like, that's not how it works. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yes. Because it's like, we have like four hours. Like, Well, how many specialists are you working with? Not. I went to, I'm not. I don't, like, that's, I, my gynecologist had a horrible experience with a miscarriage with him. He was so dismissive and rude. And then I went to another doctor who just told me I'm old and need IVF. And that was disheartening. So now I'm just like starting this journey. I'm seeing someone who is uh, apparently is really good at getting women pregnant. And it's like $100. He's like a chiropractor. I'm seeing him. And then I'm going to go back to another like doctor, doctor. But in the meantime, I'm just like trying to cycle sing and taking, you know, all the necessary vitamins and stuff. But it's scary. Mm, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. It's like so common and often and all the time. And it's very odd as a woman being like you can have, like have kids later like travel like sleep with tons of people like become a fucking ceo you're a boss you don't need to worry about it <laughs> and then it's like cool and then you like wait and then your doctor's like oh yeah you're old you're like mr window and i'm like i'm not old i'm 33 so I'm, i'll be very interested to see like what i learned from this process and how i translate that to my daughters which probably would be like getting the necessary you know, tests done at younger ages, like in your twenties and thirties. And if you see like your reserve getting low, like, you know, getting your eggs frozen, just being proactive mm-hmm. about it. The shit sucks. Or just get the stuff- fucking Well also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or have make a baby. Well, does it but this is also can get like cost prohibitive, I imagine. Dude, I it's a joke. Some people have fertility, like you, the next time this should also be mandatory. Every fucking company should have fertility insurance. Like if you just have fertility insurance, most of it's covered. Oh, I didn't know that was even a thing. So explain that to us, please. I'm, I, oh, I don't have it. So like my husband just signed with a new company and I'm like getting on the call with the HR woman today to be like, you guys have, because I'm sure because it's an Italian company, they would because they fucking think about that shit. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's basically just an insurance policy that is that goes along with the regular coverage that will cover fertility? Yeah, like if I if I go to the doctor, if I go to an IVF doctor, they do the tests. I have like low AMH, low FSH. Like they're like, it'll be like nearly impossible for you to like if you get pregnant, fine. But if your egg quality is really bad, that's why women a lot of women miscarriage is like the quality of the egg is not there. So you really want to do whatever you can with like acupuncture and supplements to get your egg quality high so you stay pregnant because your body's really smart. If it has something in it that it thinks has a chromosomal disorder, it passes it for you. Um, it's really beautiful the way that your body knows. So, um, but if, if it's, if, you know, it's like, okay, we can't do any of that. Uh, and IVF is the only option Then it's my understanding that insurance can cover, 
um, a good amount of those treatments. Cause like just the shots for the egg retrieval, like the, sh- the hormone shots that you give yourself are between three and $6,000 and no insurance covers that. Oof. But like they'll cover the retrieval or they'll cover like the blood yeah. and all the other things. It's a fucking nightmare. Damn. That's I thought drug. Right That's a plain Jane. That's damn. I thought I could get a vintage Mercedes for a couple shots. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. And sperm is like, Top notch, like a lot of swimmer. We got that tested right away, and he was like, and I was like "Wow, okay, you can get someone else pregnant in the meantime if it makes you feel better." <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. If you must, I guess so go how, use it. How much has this uh, pregnancy journey been affecting your life negatively? Are you are you doing okay? A lot. It's like I, I went through. I thank you for asking. It, uh, yeah, it, the process of like having the miscarriage, talking to a doctor, feeling like I my body wasn't working, um, and then being confused and feeling lost and like no one, I had, like there was no systems in place for women in this position, which I'm working on. I'm actually interviewing the woman who founded Modern Fertility later today. Mm. Um, I'm now seeing the light and I'm seeing that a lot of women have come up with really good solutions, but not a lot of people know about it. But it it put me into like a deep where I would be like, at my friend's house drinking and I'd be like, everything's fine. And then like, you know, they both have two kids and like on my third glass of wine, I'd be like, so you just like own this house and uh, <laughs> you have to have two kids. And like, I can't. <sighs> and I like, I had to send so many, like, sorry for crying last night. texts. <laughs> <laughs> that is a text Remember? that I have never sent. Sorry. I ruined your rummy cubes uh, with my tears. i mean is it hard is it hard to think about anything else i feel like it'd be very easy to fixate on because there's so much information to digest so my work now is like what most of our work should be anyways just focusing on living every day in a way that's not gonna hurt me mentally so i wake up i wake up happy i'm thoughtful i'm do things that nourish my body. I go on walks. If I feel like having a bad girl snack, I have it. I'm not like really, I'm not like, I can't do that. Like I'm just like living my life. And, um, you know, if you're happy and relaxed a lot of the time, I say them like, that's when it happens. So I'm like, I'm just going to give myself the next six months. Also like now I'm at the point where I'm like, it's really nice not having a kid. Like when I'm with my, like people, you can't just do what you fucking want when you have a kid. Like it sucks. <laughs> like all my friends have kids and I'm seeing it and us being able to just like get in the car and go on a road trip or like, you know, he left for a month for work. And it's like, I'm, it's fine. Like, but if he left me alone for a month here with a kid, I would be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, I, I, I experienced that yesterday. I was, I was riding past the DMV and it was like 95 degrees outside, hundred people in line wrapped around the building. And there was, you know, just a woman there with her baby stroller. And I was like, that's the, the worst situation you could be in, waiting hours in the sun at the DMV and then add a kid to it. And, uh, you know, I'm sticking with a puppy, I guess. I'm being thankful for everything I have in this moment. And when this baby wants to come, then great. And hopefully it's sooner than later. But I'm fine with like the... We're all, we're all gunning for it. We're putting it out into the universe that you'll have this bambini. I think it'll be a boy. I feel it as well. Mm. Do you have the uh, name I, picked out? Oh yeah, all of them. <laughs> is it like some Italian? Is it like some Italian shit? It's crazy. We can't it's, it's, yeah, it's like it sounds like it's just like a sound. It's like so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, 
long sound. <laughs> it's just my, it's like my dad, like, you know, one of my dad's names, my grandpa's name, Davide's mom's name, and then some like little. Are you? Davide was, was like, we should name him Ulysses. And I was like, what? <laughs> Ulysses. That's a powerful Or he really name. wanted, he really wanted, he liked Beatrice, but in Italian it's Beatrice. And I was like, but that, here it's Beatrice. And he's like, well, you say Beatrice. You tell everybody it's Beatrice. <laughs> Both of you guys of have life. good points. Correcting someone. <laughs> no, that's not. Also, I think that that parents sometimes forget that the child is going to be dealing with this name for their entire life. And you the need only to thing I think of is like when you respectful like start kindergarten and they like call off the list. Like, is it cool? that's why. That's why I I try to only socialize with people that have names that are from the Bible. Uh, it makes it it makes it much easier for me. Um, you're a white supremacist. No, <laughs> hey, hey. No, I, I know. I know Jasons that aren't Jason. <laughs> um, what? What? Uh, we always just end up there, don't we? What? Um, uh, yeah. What have you been podcasting about lately? <laughs> aside, aside from your fertility journey, I mean, it, it is kind of cool that that you bring that much of your life into your your show every week, and people can kind of you know chronologically yeah, follow one, like, along. I, I literally cried the whole time, like. I had so many realizations throughout that podcast that were so mind blowing. So it's also why it's nice to kind of have like blind conversations with people I didn't pre-interview her. But we, I mean, every week is different. Like, the yeah, I one guess I, I did, would be crying if if I had been intermittent fasting for a year and and somebody told me more I than that, been doing dog. That. I've been like in like iTeen for fucking or IFing for fucking I, two and a half years. I've been like 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 eating breakfast now is so hard for me. Well, it's I mean. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm so not used to eating breakfast. I, I just recently off. started eating breakfast as well. And it is, it feels a little dirty, feels a little wrong. But I know maybe in the long run, it'll be good for me. Who knows? Can I, I, I want to know where you get all these recipes that you're like, the shit that you're cooking at home is so professional, Jason. It's crazy. It tastes just okay in my experience, but it looks really good on Instagram. It's it's all it's all just coming up up top right here, you know. I, I think coming off that beautiful thick head of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this wonderful <sighs> hairlined dome is where it all comes from. I, I it's crazy. I, I, you I'll have a lot of ingredients in your house. I do have a lot of ingredients and a lot of useless equipment as well. <gasps> Saying to someone you have a lot of ingredients in your house is a very cool, specific way to compliment them. I mean, it's it, awesome because if I, you know, you need like for you're you're making so many dishes that are from so many different fucking uh, regions cultures of the that world. To have not just to Asia, Chris. Not just Asia. No, and that's. So I'm just like, wow. Like you have that. Like I'm just thinking about your like your spice cabinet. And it must just look like <laughs> the fucking spice aisle at Whole Foods. <laughs> I'm actually not a massive spice guy. I, I get we it. Know. I get it. <laughs> We know, white boy. Bitch, I'm spicier uh, than you. I, I get it done with with as few spices as possible. I don't, I don't, I don't need. I I, I never have something in my spice. Yeah, but if you're like, you there's a lot of meats. So I feel like you're marinating. I do, I do a decent amount of marinating, sure. But uh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I I have a lot of shit in my kitchen, but none of it is is stuff that I don't use. It it all has a, a home and a purpose. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my girlfriend would have thrown it away months ago, and I wouldn't have even known. Yeah, which is the rule. If you don't use it, it's got to go. Chris, what do you eat? 
as little as possible, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, He's not. Well, in in LA, I'm very blessed because obviously Jason is is a, a one of my personal chefs, and I have another friend, Jake, who is is also a chef um, in the same way that Jason is. So I I just show up. And I'm, and I eat what is given to me, and it's usually of a very high quality. Well, you, before um, you show up, you you instead of asking me, you let me know <laughs> that on Wednesday you will be cooking me dinner. And then yeah, because I'm a over. bad bitch, Jason. I get what I want. Okay, <laughs> my man's taking me to Philippe. I'm getting my toes done. Yeah, okay, earn, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we're. No, I it's mean, it's worth it for me to prepare you that meal. Yeah, the it's, way you well, break me off afterwards. Exactly, exactly. The toppy is worth it. But I think that um, I during the, I don't eat in the morning before I exercise, and then I have a sensible smoothie. Um, as a Pasadena resident, you'll be familiar with Sun Life Organics. They opened in West Hollywood. Um, <laughs> so I get a Wolverine after my pump. Um, What's the then, calorie count on that Wolverine, Chris? I, I don't know. It, it, don't, it has bro. nut butter, so it could be touching 800. Bro, I don't no, it's not touching eight hundred because it's a it's a the size is not great. It's a little small, it leaves me wanting more, but that's Sunlight the point. there's dates in there? Yeah, there's dates. Yeah, you're at eight hundred. <laughs> damn calorie, Pia, come, Pia coming from my damn throat. Chris, you just got my, smoothie no, red like a little bit. Snack <laughs> is a date stuffed with raw walnut butter. I don't know what like Ooh. or and sometimes I'll put dark chocolate on it and that's Pia, like that sounds egg. heavily caloric. So the date, the date, um, you 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 <laughs> slice it open surgically, and then you insert a walnut butter, which is not cheap. Yeah, that's twenty dollars. And then you do you, do you take a bite and let that let that date glizzy spray? squirt, or do you, is it a all in like a like a fine no, piece I of do Nobu multiple sushi? Bites, multiple bites, multiple okay. bites. Okay, so you're saying it's a date stuff with walnut butter, and then you might drizzle drizzle a little dark chocolate. Yeah, but it's all sugar. I do the sugar-free dark chocolate, Lily's chocolate chips. It's super dark, Chris. That that, that but, does sound like a nice, nice little snack. And that's my dessert. That's not like a snack. I don't really snack, but that's like my dessert. Yeah, I don't. So and then I and then so for my before my second workout, I'll try to have a banana. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so bef- what do you think? And a, and a cold brew and a cold brew. And then and then for dinner. <laughs> Chris is like the way he's eating. Like a cheat meal for him would be sweet green. If no, that, if that that's not. No, perspective no, plan. that's not. That's not true. I, Jason, you made me a Detroit style pizza. Jake made me pizza. I had yakitori. If you're alone at home, what do you eat? Do you live alone? Well, I'm I'm in LA right now. I'm displaced. Um, I live oh, in New York. Oh, I'm displaced. I thought, that, I thought that you were. I thought you moved here. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. That's false news from fucking Drudge Report Stewart over here. Um, I fucking failing. Uh, I uh, sue in or sweet green or like, you know. So a bowl, a bowl full of steamed vegetables and brown rice is what you're slurping but I'll, down. I'll, I'll freak it sometimes and have, you know, pad thai. Pad thai would give me number three. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that I just realized <laughs> Asian food goes right through me. I, can't. I just I like I like sushi too. Sushi, if, a four minute four minute window from my wow. I'm surprised you you see, you really you really seem like a uh, what's that sushi place you don't like, Jason? Sugarfish. Sugarfish is garbage. Yeah. Ah! Hell yeah, Pia knows. 
No, we're, we've off site. It tastes like plastic. That's not food. Like we've already know. established this is a Nobu podcast, so obviously we don't <laughs> fuck with that. I just want to eat food that I made most of the time. Like it's like I go like I'm going to the farmers market today. Yeah. Like if you, I'm also eating well because I'm like not, I'm not. I don't spend that much money on food. Like we eat really. Like my mom and I ate like zucchinis that we grew in our garden last night with like a pork chop. You know what I mean? Like I just eat sensibly mm-hmm. and I'm, not every meal is like some big thing. And so um, we're like, we're saving so much money not going out. you need out. that money for your bomb ass natural wines that you are guzzling down every day at 4 p.m., right? I start with tequila and then we open a bottle. Wow. Really? So so you love Ja 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 Tequila. I knew <laughs> I had a feeling that's the brand you That liked. does take me back to podcasting with you at your house where, you know, while I was setting up the equipment – you know, it's it's about to turn two thirty, and then it's like no, it would we? be after four. No, no, I'm just kidding. It would be it would be after four, but it'd be like, should we have a drink? And then I'd be well, like, yeah, I could have a drink. And then we're like, wine. And we're like, well, tequila. What do you always, mixing? It would always get it would always get the vibe set very nicely. How good is it? How good is my little tequila drink I make? Yeah, the tequila lime soda. <laughs> so, what, yeah. Tequila lime soda, but like a lot of fresh lime juice mm-hmm. or lemon. And just so, Pia, if Jason and I started a tequila brand, let's just throw it out there. Who would be the Randy Gerber and who would be the George Clooney? <laughs> because I think this is a really interesting question because I think that, you know, I, we I all know I, I'm the Gerber, Chris. We yeah, all know I'm the Gerber. The Gerber yeah. I mean, again, like I said to you before, Jason, that means that you are half of Kaya, which is incredible that's, accomplishment. That's what I'm saying. Kaya's a lesbian. I know. Which I but, called two years ago. But Cara Delevingne turns these chicks out. Pia is crazy. She slays. That tongue must be really doing something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't find Kara to be attractive at all. I never really liked Kara either, you but know, she's... She's gotten with a few of, of Chris's picks. Did you say, who are your picks? I don't know. Just like, you do you know. know, Chris. No, she hasn't really, I guess. I'm not really an Ashley Benson head or anything. No. This is not your bed you're in. Chris. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a, what's an Airbnb? Oh, you're in an Airbnb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How weird. You just came here and you got, or you were like, I can't be in New York. I got to get out of here. It's been a it's it's a long journey that the listeners are very familiar with, but I came here to um, find myself, and it's worked. <laughs> this is the this is my I'm I'm just really feeling like my authentic self because I'm I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very tan, tropically tan, if you mm-hmm. if you will, and mm-hmm. I'm just feeling very strong uh, mm-hmm. mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the just pounding sun and level of creativity that Jason and I are able to accomplish on a daily basis is really pushing me towards a new me. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. So you really have been turned out by California. Your priorities California does that. It's a to, your two California- main characteristics are now strong and tan. <laughs> Those are your I'm- two priorities. I mean, it's also like I'm really living. I get up early. I get a little work done, and then I'm spending most of my day outside if I'm not having to do this. Do you go to Claremont Lounge when you go to Atlanta? Well, it's been co-opted and turned into like a fake boutique hotel. 
Yeah, but the oh. lounge is still down there, isn't it? With the same. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, but you ain't going. Then it ain't that ain't the same. Pia, you come on. Hear now. Fun you, facts? You want to hear fun Pia, facts? Pia, if you you, I didn't see you doing coke at a trough toilet in in two thousand one. So you can't. <laughs> don't even try I, to talk to me. I am one of the only people who's been allowed to take photos of the Claremont Lounge. I took portraits of the strippers when I was there. Mm. Like eight. She's years the ago. third like, Claremont twin. The Claremont which, yeah, triplet. Which which rapper were you working with? It was, I went by myself during the day. I had to go to Atlanta for something. And like, I had like a full day alone and everyone was like, we obviously have to go to the Claremont lounge. And I was like, well, if it's open all day, like the, obviously like the most authentic time to go there would be in the afternoon for like, the like mozzarella sticks and like Mm -hmm. see the people who are actually in there. And it was unbelievable. And I ended up just like super growing out with the security guard and he let me take photos of everyone. That's pretty, what, what else did you do in Atlanta? Uh, ate a lot of barbecue. I'm like hung out at some friends' houses. There was like a couple good restaurants I went to, but this was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I look. I've done it all. Um, the Claremont, not really for me, but there was a there was a time when what's the what's the Bambi? I believe is the most famous. Um and bands so if a band's tour was ending in atlanta the headlining act would hire her to come strip on stage for the for the opening act yeah it's a it's a i gotta look up bambi pia if you haven't seen bambi shake it for taking back sunday you've never really lived okay so (laughs) (laughs) the early 2000s in atlanta were if you're saying if you've never seen if you've never seen dashboard confessional be feel very uncomfortable in front of his own fans oh my god if you've never seen dashboard confessional crump up a 20 dollar bill and throw (laughs) it at someone's butthole you haven't lived i don't like to call him dash i call him chris because we're you know we're friends but for for the sake of the listener i wanted them to know who i was talking about i've never seen dashboard although 15 year old me would have died for that i saw my mom dropped my best friend off and i at a blink 182 unwritten law concert one time and like waited in the car unwritten law is truly trash southern california shit be nice that and like mxpx like it was like a bunch of bad (laughs) did you grow up in pasadena are you a pasadena local yeah this is the house i grew up in shit born and raised bro yeah but then i moved to new york when i was 18 and was there for 10 years and then came back did you go? Did you go to college in New York, or did you just go mob out? <laughs> what? I'm I'm attending New York in the fall to mob out. <laughs> I've received a full ride to mob out. This is it's she like, graduated laugh, from Bintrill University, was, bitch. We know you graduated from Bintrill University. That's true. <laughs> she got a PhD from Bintrill Enterprises. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I went to Parsons. Oh. Uh, for fashion, for design and merchandising, but yeah, fashion. It was like kind of like product design, and then uh, I'm sorry, it was design and management was my program. Did I say merchandising program? Design and management is fucking fascinating, and every time I go back and I walk by the school, I cry tears because I'm like, I wish I remembered anything that I learned. <laughs> but Pia, you're a fucking small business owner. Would you? Call, I think you called yourself a girl boss earlier. No, 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 no. I did not. <laughs> I said she was speaking facetiously right now. I know. Still be a boss. That's my least favorite term. 
I think that's a term that is actually, it's been kind of amazing to watch the downfall of that just go completely like, <laughs> that is like, it went from like the hottest phrase to say to like completely unacceptable to say. Well, then and, like, it started offensive. like being like printed on coffee cups and like given to be, and I was just like, we've, we're, we've so you're saying that gr- girl boss is your live, laugh, lo- my mom's live, laugh, love. I get yeah. it. I understand yeah. now. I understand now. I understand now. Yeah. I mean, I just think everything can be, I just, just don't think it has to be. I also think it's this weird negative connotation that it's like, you have to like, like, yeah, I'm a boss. It just, for me, it just seems like you're like, bu- you're like bragging about being busy and like possibly like half-assing everything and being like late to all your meetings and like not seeing your family enough. <laughs> That's I contradictory think, to the Italian spirit. That is, <laughs> that is. You guys, these, you motherfuckers don't work for months at a time because it's like hot outside. Um, because of La not, Familia. Uh, yeah. They don't. They're really Italian. It's oh my god. Trying to get so Davide's there right now, and he was saying what's been fascinating is that like you literally can't tell an Italian to do anything. Um, it's like the most stubborn group of people, and not one of them has said I'm not wearing a mask. Wow, interesting. They are being so. He's like the streets are fucking empty every night, even though people are allowed. What? To what's is he in Bologna? He's in Milano. Oh, I love Milan. And people, get, yeah, I love a city where all the work happens. <laughs> the Milan is cold. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I like, lo- I, I would, I love Milan. Like, I, I could live there maybe. Why do you love Milan so much, Chris? It's just cool. I don't know. I've always liked it. This is the first time I went there. It just feels like, like the rest of Italy is like out to fucking lunch, and that's the appeal of it. But Milan feels like people are going to work. Like I work yeah, at people are fucking working. I work at Prada. I'm going. You know, I'm going to yeah. work. Everyone who lives and works there working for the, some of the most beautiful institutional companies in the entire. And there's a restaurant I really like there. Paper airplane. Specialita. Ah, oh, sounds muy especial. It's Movie. it's like it's like a place that you go on a Sunday night and it's full of Italians that are dressed really bad and then you find out one of them's like famous, you know. Yeah. But it's not expensive; it's just good. Are you uh, talking about John and Vinny's? No, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't go to John any restaurant that plays Kanye West. I'm not eating it. That's how. John and Vinny's is so good. <laughs> John and Vinny's is good if you live in LA. I agree. John and Vinny's is so good. There's not I think a lot of good, good options. Here. I think it's good, but I the, the erection that people have for it is truly insane. I think the food quality itself is delicious and very high, but the 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 branding and packaging and atmosphere and and clientele are turnoffs for me. Unfortunately, like as guys, as, guys, you can't put a whole veil over stuff. The food is fabulous. Of course, there's going to be some shoppers in there. It's on Fairfax. <laughs> you just go to Brentwood. You know what I mean? It's that, like, that don't, is, hey, Pia, you don't to tell me to just go to Brentwood, okay? <laughs> I'm not talking you know, about. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind seeing the shoppers in there. Just more of like using John and Vinny's as a place to to be seen for like YouTuber ass people is what turns me off. I just get annihilated in there off the most delicious wine mm-hmm. and eat so much after you rolled out. Like the food is good. The no, salad that that salad is really special. I think. Yeah, that Calabrian chili dressing salad. That salad. Salad is, is is big heat. The salad is big heat. Yeah. Um, the fusilli but, is stupid. <laughs> and it is, man, that fa- that fusilli go dummy. Fusilli <laughs> is dummy good. I agree. <laughs> have you have you tried squirrel? 
Um, <laughs> yeah. I, have. <laughs> I actually, Jason, I forgot to I tell you this. I it. It's too, it's like, I can't, how am I going to like get in there and like, if I'm going to have like a bad girl meal with carbs, it's mm-hmm. not going to be like toast and jam and like brown rice bowl. It's going to be well, like pizza Pia, and pasta. If, you're, if you're you wanted to go to, to if, you, if you wanted to go to Squirrel now, um, I, I did get a scene report. It is slow. Uh, prime time. You could just walk right in now. Yeah, so, I, I think I think I think Squirrel being canceled and the mold incident happening was was like their nine eleven for for flights. Like no no safer time, no better time to go to Squirrel than right after it gets it gets canceled. We have a very like a, a, a like wildly affectionate relationship. So it's so your friends like a, so your friends hate you is what you're saying. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, they have to. Like I look at some of our friends who like I just never see them kiss and I never see them hug and, and everyone has a totally different love language but like I'm just like if we love each other so much that I'm just like I'll go in his office and just like smell his cologne like so having him be gone I also like have to take the fucking trash bins down and like <laughs> like <laughs> like all like they were picking up all the poop for four dogs you know like I miss all the stuff that he usually does. What the fuck? You got a damn. What is this? What's going on over here? You got a kennel. You got yeah. foot play. Your mom is involved. I don't. This sounds like a paper. <laughs> this sounds like some fucking OnlyFans shit to me. I don't know what's going on over there. Actually, Pia, speaking of, I did have a dog question for you. Yeah. I know that you you foster a lot of puppies and and help with adoption and 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 all that stuff. If we like my girlfriend and I, she has a dog that's that's pretty old, like 11, 11 years old. You know, probably a few more years. It's the time to get another one. You want to overlap them. So that's my question: is if we get a second dog, um, will the first dog know that it's being replaced and make make that dog sad? No, I mean it totally depends. But sometimes that the old dog will get like feel like they have like a second wind. Mm. The new dog will keep them young. Mm, okay. Because I was really afraid of that dog being like, "Oh shit, it's my time." <laughs> no, I mean it depends. Every dog is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to mm-hmm. hope that he's not like I fucking hate this other dog and doesn't start acting out. And if that does happen, I mean, you could then the you best thing you do would be to you could foster. <laughs> I would foster a dog instead of just adopting something. I would foster something, and then mm-hmm. if if the dog likes it, then you adopt the dog, and that's fabulous. And if it doesn't, then network that thing and get it adopted. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you and I can talk offline more about yeah. adoption places. Please, I'm falling asleep. Pets are gross. <laughs> you guys are insane. Slobber and poop. Are you guys fucking crazy? Pia, what you're do you think it means about Chris if he's so anti? You're a socio. You're a complete sociopath. What? <laughs> complete sociopath? Just because I don't want to clean up after an animal? Yeah, the fact that you don't want to be like like I need like what? No. You can't, you don't want an animal like sitting next to you, like, hey, I love you. You want to go on a walk? You want to do this? What about a uh, child, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a worse pet. Of, it reminds me of, of, <laughs> of 30 Rock when Tina Fey, she did a thing where like she was consoling somebody and she just patted him on the head and said, <laughs> it okay. <laughs> that, that reminds me of your potential parroting style. No, that because- reminds me of the major thing that I miss my husband for, which is replacing 
are water bottles because have you seen that episode of 30 Rock where Tina Fey has to replace the water? Oh, the Big Daddy Mountain Valley. Oh, he spills it everywhere. Do you like, have the glass Mountain Valley, Pia? Yes. You know what time it is, Chris. You Damn, Pia, you're that's a bad, some bad bitch shit right there. You know what I'm saying? No, we it's got not. The- Stop acting like all this shit is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not I'm that expensive, to- but it ain't no, it ain't no Arrowhead. We'll say that. I- I'm not. Yeah, you ain't got Nestle in the crib. Let live Ooh, a little. Nestle, like wow. I'm doing Mountain Valley for its mineral content. Damn, you really are. You really on one. You really are like on some like. Let me spend some money on some supplements. Yeah, I want to live a long time. Yeah, you, you actually, you and Chris have a lot of similarities with these with this this whole life thing. I'm glad that you were all able to come together. All Chris right. doesn't have any cheat days. Can't well, trust him. Th- I, that. <laughs> I, I no do pets, have a, no cheat days. Can't trust do, him. Sociopath. Get out of here, you bozo. I might be a sociopath, but I do have a sweet tooth, and I will indulge. What's your go-to bag roll snack? Well, uh, so, wait. I'm sorry. Sugar-free what kind of snack? You no. like bad girl snack? I'm just gonna be bad. Like when you're around. really gonna let the train oh, off the rails? Those vegan cookies, Jason. The ones uh-huh. in the soft. <laughs> they come in the brown bag. With those are coffee. good, though. Come on. That's your like. That's like you're gonna. I'm gonna splurge snack is the vegan fucking cookies. That's a good snack. Sorry, like I, it, we're saying that, that you need to indulge more. Mine is like salt and vinegar potato chips, like doused in hot sauce. My mouth is water. Mine is putting like, Cheetos <laughs> inside of a foot long sandwich. You yeah. guys are yeah, and, and look, you guys look great. I'm happy that's your journey. Some of us have different <laughs> blocks that we just can't get through. I, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Do you drink? No, I've been sober. I mean, I'm sober, so of course I like sweets. Oh, now it all. <laughs> She's like, okay, you are I've confirmed. I've dated one of you before. I've dated two of you before. I know the control. Yeah, we're hot and cool, aren't we? It's pretty good. <laughs> what 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 can somebody learn that you you know what 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 have you learned about dating a sober person that you could pass on to <clears throat> others? How do you tame this wild beast? The only way to like really understand sobriety is attending AA meetings with the with like the person that you love. Mm-hmm. It, that's like I went to I went to meetings every Sunday and we made it like a day. That was our Sunday. We I would go to the meetings and we would go to our favorite brunch place afterwards. And there's like there's no a way like toast. <clears throat> <laughs> it was the meeting in the Palisades. Thank you. Damn that that's that's some real shit. That's some good. I'm sure you saw some cool stuff. Kevin there. Bacon in that one. I, I was just about to say who I saw, and then realized I would be breaking. You can't. We would. We would have edited that out. Number one rule. Um, yeah, that's like, and it's created a lot of empathy for me with a lot of people in my life, and like, and like my father. Like, I had like aha moments at AA meetings where I was like, oh, like really? Yeah, it's like I. You regular AA, or are you going to Al-Anon? I don't like Al-Anon. I like regular AA meetings. Al-Anon's not for me. Hey, look, whatever floats your boat. You know? Yeah, I didn't. I just felt she like I could, real shit. Yeah. Well, I could like hearing people's stories firsthand and seeing the struggle and like seeing how everyone comes like all that was so beautiful and like the loving community and like that was really helpful. But like Al-Anon meetings, like talk like it for me it was like a little it's it's a bunch of people who are just like sad and lost. It became like victimy a little bit, which mm-hmm. I, of course it should. And I but I was like, mm. Like, I'd rather get it straight from the source. I mean, it was great. I loved it. And it's given me a lot of insight, and it's allowed me to speak uh, in a more appropriate way to, like, 
you know, I have friends who's like have family members that yeah. have issues that they are so like, well, why doesn't he just get a job? And I'm like, this. Yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. an option for him. Like, mm-hmm. we'll never. I mean, I think a lot of the world actually is like, what can't you just stop, bro? Like, what's the problem? <laughs> like, what? Like, just don't do it anymore. It's like, well, that's not really how it works. It's a little more complicated than that. It's like, it's funny how, how, I mean, I think that that stuff and, and similarly to, to, I think like pregnancy issues too. I think that stuff is talked about so much more now in like bigger forums. And it's mm-hmm. definitely like the stigma is removed from it because I think honestly, for better or worse, I think social media is a huge part of that. Yeah, a, hu- a, a huge part of it. And I think it's like, it, I don't know if it takes the stigma away or if people just feel more compelled to talk because it's easier. Um, and the audience is already there. But I think for a lot of things like that and a lot of just issues we have as a society in general, you can find a lot more information than, than you Absolutely. could before, you know? Absolutely. Do you only date sober, sober women? No, 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 no. That's whack. No, no. <laughs> Does it no. bother you when you're... No, Alex, my, no, my girlfriend drinks, but not like really. I mean, you know, like, I don't know if I could deal with like a girl who's like, I'm going to do Molly on Friday night and yeah. then I'm, my weekend's ruined. But I also, that's the problem for me <laughs> is that I think drugs are really cool. Like I don't, I like think doing drugs, it's like baked into me to think that is cool. And it's very hard to, to like judge it any other way, even though yeah. I no longer participate. Yeah. Like that era of my life, I don't even think it's the best era of my life, but like the things that I decided were like iconic to me involve drugs. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm just fucked on that, you know? That makes sense. I think smoking is iconic. Smoking is iconic. I mean, but it's stuff like that. Exactly. It's the same idea. It's, it's like just bad I, stuff. This is iconic. I know. I get I, it. That's true. So um, all I, of Chris's heroes are high on drugs all the time, or at least they were. They were in their prime. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's between Oasis and Lindsay Lohan in 2008. It's like, really, it's really the top of the top only like, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I hate that it's, but Chris, it's funny because it's true. Chris, is, he's one of those sober people, people that you don't have to like have it be a thing. Like I like I rolled a joint in front of him yesterday, and we were like making comments about the weed strain and stuff like that. Like, which I, well, I don't know if is a healthy thing to do, but I, I've had, I don't. I've had friends who are sober that have been sober for like ten years that I like forget all the time that they're sober mm-hmm. and they're like hanging mm-hmm. out and it's not a thing. So I don't think it's like a, I, I don't, it's, it's also like, I'm not in a situation where somebody's like, I, it's, I think it's just really such a, you, it on you. Well, yeah. Or it's like, you're either there or you're not. Like if yeah. you, if you think something's going to tempt you, it's your responsibility to take yourself out of a situation. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, but sitting at your house in Glendale while you cheat and use a fucking <laughs> cone to roll a joint. The, the, like you, Chris, you watching, promise you wouldn't mention mention that. <laughs> watching Jason once again be a little bitch when it comes to drug use, I've seen it many times in our friendship. Um, you know, that's fine. This guy that wants doesn't... to lick a fucking swisher so bad it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like ant, like like ants on a log, baby. I'm just God, I, I know. Smoked weed, I would pass out instantly. Jason, Jason's drug intake at his age is pretty funny to watch because he's, he's really a light lifter. That's his a, age. That Look at his good body thing. curled up in that chair. Look at those limbs. He has no place for his legs. <laughs> I, think, that, I, I think only needing a little bit of marijuana is a good thing, Chris. It would be a problem if I had a, a two-eighths a day situation. 
Well, I mean, I guess that makes it it's cool because you only have to go to cookies once a week instead of twice a week. That's right. To cop. So that's, yeah. Pia, what, I, was I know, your, Pia, what was your number one drug back in the game? <clears throat> we talking zannies? We talking cocaine, baby. We talking cocaine? <laughs> we talking cocaine! I'm not talking about this. What's coming Oh, you want to talk about wellness. You want to talk about vitamins, blah, blah, but you ain't going to talk about cocaine. In 2005, what is coming out of that breast milk the most? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm an uppers girl, dude. (laughs) That's why you and Chris get along. Going to New York at 18 from Pasadena was definitely like, (laughs) because I didn't, I didn't. Alcohol was always available to me in my home. Like my dad poured me wine at the table when I was like 13. So I didn't, mm. I wasn't like a big drinker. Like I wasn't like, fuck it. Like in all the girls in my class, we would like go to these parties and they would just have like 40s in their hands and they'd be so drunk. And like I would look at them and be like, you look really um, like trashy and you Uncivilized. look very available to be taken advantage of. And it completely made me like, I don't like that. Uh, I'm going to stick with my digestive. Not that I didn't <laughs> drink, because I would like... I mean, I would oh, Pia, we know you were sucking down a vodka soda. Don't worry. In high school, I was at Koi having, like, hypnotic martinis. <laughs> hypnotic Damn. martini at Koi? Pia, let's talk, if we want to talk about like love languages... An, an episode of Entourage. If we, yeah, if we want to talk about love languages, being at Koi is... That's mine. So... <laughs> I had like a standing reservation every Friday when I was a senior in high school. So Koi, Koi's a long way from Pasadena too. Well, oh, yeah, Jason, we would like all my friends would like rip out to the. We would be like, let's go to the. I would, I would go to guys. Mm-hmm. The um, Range Rover gets pretty good gas mileage back then, Jason. It's a little. It's a little different. <laughs> be surprised. I did not have a Range Rover. <laughs> I had an old Jeep that I paid for. Thank you. Mm. Classic old Jeep. Standing res at Koi in high school is very, very cool. Pia, what kind of relationship did you have with the cast members of The Hills? That's actually a good question. Uh, it was like a quick miss. Like, <laughs> like Ship, two I ships was, in the night. Like, I worked at people's, like, I lived with Kelly. You worked Cotron. for the god Kelly Catrone? I lived in her fucking in the back of the showroom because I couldn't afford it. Can you get her on this podcast? You think, or what's the relationship? One hundred percent. Yeah, I talk to her all the time. That would be very cool for us. She'd be like, "Who the fuck are you two? Why am I doing this?" <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and we'd be like, "I'm sorry." Uh, so, but I was like, because and I experienced this too. Like all my best friends I grew up with in high school who like moved to New York after college. Like I didn't. We talk about it all the time because now I. I like I didn't see them like the four years they lived in New York, like all the girls that I grew up with and like from like Pasadena to Newport, like they all lived on like the West side and like went to completely different bars. And like, I was just like, I didn't do any of that. I didn't you were down to slum it. I was like, I love dive bars like so much. I well, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Street bar, like, the I hotter guys it. are at the dive bars. Let's be honest. No, it would have been smarter for me to go to where they were hanging out and like bag a fucking rich dude. Like, <laughs> I didn't say rich, P. I said hot. My mom would always tell me like, just go to the finance like area and go to the <laughs> bars like, after they get off work. And I was like, you want me to like marry like a finance guy that like has like hookers like strangle him to come? Like, I'm not and she's like, yes, one yes, of those yeah. 
Yes, sweetheart, exactly. Well, can you stop <laughs> bringing these boys home who have these dickies on all the time? <laughs> yeah, the guys I brought home. I Why do all these guys smell so funny? <laughs> I loved it. 11th Street Bar, like that old Irish man owns it, and you can get a grilled cheese. and a- No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. That's a little too divey for me. Oh, black and no, white, was, black and white was like as divey as I'd go. 11th Street Bar is more dignified than black and white. Black and white was like... But Black Mirror was wild. Lit was super fun. That was like, I'm really thankful that I experienced all of that. Like, I can't believe that I got to live like that, where I would just, like, survive off of such minimal sleep, like, still function so well at work. Like, I pretty much ate whatever I wanted. I had, I mean, I like, like, I, like, I miss, I miss it all. I'm like, I just want to, like, go to Cafe Mogador with Billy Strobeck and, like, hug over and drink and then go to the fish when it opens. Like, well, you know? Pia, as a person who lives in the East Village and goes to Mogador all the time, he's still sitting there. So you could go at any point. <laughs> you could go at any point and, 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 the, and they would be there. You know, yeah, it's, once, that's the beauty. Once the quarantine's all over, we can get a table for three at Moog for some $18 oh. eggs and some tomato <laughs> sauce. Honestly, it's the best. It's, it's top three restaurants in New York for me, though. Hands out. fucking believable. Jason, it's an institution, bro. And also, you know what? It's so a is classic, Burger King. But it's a classic New York restaurant where they still hire people based on their look. Every girl, every girl, it's like crazy. It's like the way that they hire like bad actresses in LA, they hire like models to be. Well, in girls York. in New York, so sorry. This is obviously a controversial statement, but girls in New York are way hotter because they don't care. Like they're just like, so ultimately themselves. There's not like mm. friends happening. They don't all like have all like the fillers and shit that like we have here. Like I, when I got, when I got a boob job, I woke up and the anesthesia wore off like my fur. And I looked at my doctor and I said, you know what I fucking said? I said, New York Pia would have never gotten a boob job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Really makes you think. That's yeah. why I saw. I think maybe that's why I saw such an all natural look. I never thought about that. I've it's kept the really neat. all like, and those girls don't wear. And that was my favorite job in New York, like being a waitress and like not wearing that much makeup. And, Where like, did you work? I worked at Manjami for like three years. It's not open anymore. Now it's um, uh, now it's Pepe Rosso. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Have you ever been in there? Yes. John Franco, the cute little owner dude, like he used to have Manjami with his ex-wife that I worked there. And that was so fun. It would and it would like turn into like a dance party at like eleven. Like that was the Lock best. the doors, Mark Marin voice. I know exactly I, what you mean by that. And then I would I was on Stanton and then I would walk over and go to the box or I would go to Ooh. I worked at the box. And then what was <laughs> I, I DJed at the box one time. Did you TJ? They weren't they weren't into my flavor of music. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 201. 201 was open. You mean the basement when it was like all silver, when it was like the fake Warhol? Yeah. Ooh. That that didn't do much for me. That was short-lived. It was short-lived, but it was so so. I don't like Christie Street. <laughs> Why? Can't be bothered. I don't just never have. I don't like it. Uh, I'm a good I'm good on Christie Street. I'd, I don't like to walk down it. I don't want to stumble out of the box late night. The best part is the box still open and I bet thriving. Yeah, 100%. It's open right now? Not not during quarantine, but I mean in general as yeah, a business, yeah. it's like it still open. So, well, I went to the one in London. It was unbelievable. Mate, was it fucking tent? What were they playing there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How fit were those box birds? 
<laughs> Pia, thank you so much for doing this podcast with us. Pia, yes. honestly, this might be the most fun I've ever had on this show. I can't even lie. You need to cut out half of it. Do you want to see my puppy before we go? Yeah, we're we're not really cutting anything out of this. We don't do much editing, Pia. I don't know if Jason told you. Uh, hey, how's everything going in the quarantine? <laughs> In all of this that's going on. What's up? How long goners? How long? What was it? What was the second one? Uh, how long fuck sticks? <laughs> that is so dumb. It is. I mean, I, I feel like, unfortunately, Mark Marin, his pod is not really hitting anymore. Really? I mean, I think just like the guests, you know, kind of like uh, throwing fits or something like the guests just haven't been so good lately. I thought he had somebody pretty big recently, actually. He may have, but it's tough, you know. For a show like that, you're only uh, you're only as strong as as whoever you have on. If it's a solo thing, is he? But when when you're is he on those comedy charts? I mean, he's uh, he's still like yeah, top he's, ten. He's still pretty high up, but I don't think he's top ten anymore. <clears throat> That's pretty crazy. But he actually. maintains like a real solid. You know, he's you know he's still making millions of dollars every year off of his show. I mean, the thing is, is that he's the, the crazy part is he's actually been able to turn it into like a real business. You know what I mean? Like as far as like he's an actor now, like for real. Yeah, he is. He is a for real actor, and he probably has like one person on staff. Oh, okay, we're back. Buongiorno. <laughs> that is, is a cute ass dog. This is Nutella. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to go and do all that. She's only ten weeks old. Look at that. Look at them floppy-ass paws. Little motherfucker tripping over himself. She's going to be 150 pounds. Look how big this dog is. She's almost as big as Chi-Chi. So this is like a Mastiff? What is this? She's a South African Borble Mastiff. South African Borble Mastiff. <laughs> okay. Pia, thanks for being on the show. Love the dog. Uh, nice to meet you, Nutella. Tell Pia, you need to tell our devout listeners where they can find your podcast and your just personal brand as well. My name is Pia Barancini, and that's where you can find me on Instagram, and my podcast is called Everything is the Best. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you want more of, Chris? No, that's exactly what we wanted. That's all, no, that's all I wanted. I, I loved it. <laughs> we'll check it I out. It. For, for, for uh, two fellas like us, which episode would you recommend us listening to first? I, I listened to the episode that came out yesterday, by the way. You did? It was a lot of crying. You're right. Pia, what episode would you recommend for like the 25-year-old white incels that actually listen to this podcast? Um, I would listen to like all my guy friends really, really loved the episode with Dr. Lekos if you want like some health stuff. Okay, great. Okay. Or Lekos. the episode with, um, oh, Evan Funke from Felix is sure. great. Oh, Funke. I'll listen to that little bread maker. That's fine. <laughs> little pasta chef. We can talk to it. We can listen to that. I just followed you back on Instagram, Chris. Oh, wow. Thank you for blessing me with a follow back a year later. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Feeling really good. I, I love to get followed by blue checks. It really does something for me. Well, your fucking thing is a whole, like, what is this? A brand? Like, done to the death project? So, like, no, I don't know this is you. Well, that's then not you're not one photo of you here, and all these like I'm a fucking modern chair and a fucking girl. <laughs> no, I don't know. This is you. You're not giving me much. God, I'm so <laughs> glad I'm recording all of this. <laughs> is this your apartment? I wish that's a set from a Ralph Lauren shoot. Oh, <laughs> but thank you for thinking that's my apartment. That's pretty cool of you. I don't know. You're chic. You got good taste. You've been doing this shit for a long time. Mm. 
All right, guys. As much as I'd love to stay in keep <laughs> Sorry, I know. I have, I have so much work to do. I have a three o'clock call. I have to hop to. All okay, right, bye, guys. I'm going to play tennis. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>